All right, all right, all right. What's going on, guys? So check this out. It's your boy, Marlon Johnson. I'm here for another episode of Into the Mind. Again, this one, I'm probably going to have to give it a new title because these aren't the traditional episodes where I have a guest. In fact, this is just going to be me, so be heads up. Um, warning just right now, if you guys are looking for a conversation that I have with another person in a back and forth dialogue, you're going to want to check out some of the other episodes I have. What I'm doing here is... I made a post on social media on Facebook a little while ago where I asked people what are some of the biggest struggles that they're having when it comes to mindset. And as you guys know, I've been studying mindset for practically a decade now, and I've learned a lot via textbook as well as experience, and it's all great. I've definitely learned skills that have helped a lot of people, myself included, that I want to be able to pass on. And I thought, what a better way than asking people straightforward, what are you struggling with? So this episode, we have the answer that was given by Ingrid Ortiz Hernandez. And she says, listen, I'm struggling with consistency and allowing myself to dream. Growing up with a scarcity mindset makes it tough to dream. And oh my gosh, I love this one because I actually relate to this one heavily. So I do have my own like personal story with this exact same challenge. So let's dive into it. So you've already heard me speak on consistency, especially if you listened to the last episode I did where I answered Raphael's question, but we'll speak on it again here briefly. If you want a more in-depth, go back and listen to that episode I did for answering Raphael's question on consistency and self-limiting beliefs. But here again, we see consistency is another problem, right? It's a problem that plagues a lot of us as humans. And look, the challenge with consistency, it comes back to really just looking at the habits you've created for yourself, looking at the story you have for yourself. And that can be challenging to analyze because when you're in the middle of it, it's hard to tell that you're in the middle of it, right? You're in the middle of your own habits, of your own loops, and you don't quite recognize it until someone actually stops you and pulls you out so you can see, right? For instance, why do people smoke cigarettes, although they know that it's bad for them? Why are people immensely overweight and like just hurting their joints, although they know they should be eating healthier and lose weight? Why do people ignore their family members and not communicate? Why do people drive drunk, right? There's a whole lot of these things where people know they should be doing better, but they don't do better. Why is that? Well, it's habits. Right. As a human, you are you got to think about yourself as two ways. Right. You are a human being. Right. Let me say that one more time. You are a human being. Human being. So with that being said, there are two things there. You are one side a human on the other side of being. Most of us never tap into the other side of being. And we live fully from the human side. And the challenge with that is when we're living fully on the human side, right? You are forgetting that you have control of the human, right? So the human, think about it like this. And some of you, again, you're going to probably tune out with this. And some of you are going to be like, oh my gosh, that makes total sense. This is how my mind works. I want you to imagine if any of my listeners are like anime nerds like I was or still am. 
you know about Gundams, right? So these are big mechanized robots um, that are controlled by human pilots, right? So one of my favorite animes growing up was Gundam Wing, shout out. And what I loved about it was these people would get in and they would pilot these massive robots that look like humanoids, right? They would be able to fly and swing swords and laser beams and shoot and all that cool stuff. I want you to imagine that you are the pilot of one of these big robots. You have the ability to get inside of this machine and you can drive it. You can make it walk forward and backwards. You can make it jump. You can make it fly. You can make it open doors and close doors. You can do whatever you want with it. As the pilot, you are in control of the machine's actions, right? Now, your body is something like that Gundam. A lot of you are thinking that you are the Gundam. You're thinking that you are the machine. You are the pilot inside of the machine, right? Let me say that one more time. You are the pilot inside of the machine, the machine being the human, right? The the body that you live in. That thing, that machine has the capability of running on autopilot. And for the most part, that's what it does all day long. And you as the pilot totally forget that you're even behind the driver's seat. What I want to remind you is you are there. You are currently driving this machine. You've just been driving it on autopilot the entire time. So why am I saying all of this? I'm saying all of this because the challenge you're having with consistency is right now your autopilot is running for you and you have no clue how to take control of the steering wheel again because you've been hands off for so long and when the autopilot was kicked on, you kicked it on but you don't remember turning it on. You don't remember having turned it on so you forgot where all the buttons are and where the switches are and the fact that you're even back there. You've been just getting lost believing that you are the machine. So quick reminder, you are not the machine, you are the pilot. And now, how do we get consistency out of this, right? Like, Marlon, what does this all mean? Why are you still talking about this, talking about Gundams and anime? I don't get it. Very simple. Put your hand on the steering wheel right now and take control. If there's a habit that you have that you don't like, let's end it. Right? Let's make a choice to just drop it. And... Better than making a choice to drop it, let's choose to create a new one, right? Because your machine has already learned it. Your machine now understands how to do that thing, right? It's going to be really hard for your machine to forget, like you as the driver could forget, but the machine, it's embedded in the machine right now. Just teach the machine something new, right? Do it the same way you did it when you were younger, right? You had an experience, you associated a meaning to that experience, whatever that meaning was, it was something that you kept coming back to over and over and over. And through repetition, you've created consistency, right? Give it a meaning that will make you want to continue to do it over and over and over again, right? You get to create the meaning. That's the whole part of being the pilot. You get to determine the pathway. You get to determine where to go, when to go, how to go, why to go. You get all of that power. So 
this all was a long way of saying in order to create the consistency that you're looking for, you've got to create the habit. And the way you create the habit is just leverage what you did when you were a little kid, right? Figure out a way to ascribe meaning to things that you want to do and make those meanings meaningful for you, right? Make them a way that you're going to want to do it over and over and over again. What that looks like is totally up to you. Something I like to do, I gamify, right? Because I like games. That's me personally. Not everybody else likes games. Some people don't like games. I do. So I will gamify something to create a habit out of it, right? Or I'll like to tell myself it's a competition and I'll find somebody to compete with so that I can make a game out of it, so I can enjoy it, so I can keep showing up and doing it over and over and over. That's how I use my ability to ascribe meaning to something to work in my favor. So I'm going to stop talking on consistency. Again, this is a topic that I already reviewed in length in a previous episode with Raphael, and I just went over it in a little bit more detail than I was planning to in this episode, but you guys know me by now. I like to talk. So the next one, here's what like hit home for me. This one I like, which is the whole idea of growing up with a scarcity mindset and having that make it tough for you to dream because check this out, right? When you really taking what I'm about to say, it has the ability to change everything, but you've got to be willing to accept it. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to give it to you in a way that you will truly be able to appreciate it in just the next couple of minutes on a podcast. That's going to be something that takes a lot more work or a little bit more time is all. Maybe you're already there. Maybe you're right on the the edge and these words can help push you over. But some of you, I'm going to completely go over your head and that's okay. So growing up with a scarcity mindset does have the ability to make it tough to dream big if you hold on to that scarcity mindset, right? Because with that, we see the world as a place of, all right, if I get something, someone else is losing something. We see the world as finite. So that's already pretty silly if you think about it, because we live in a infinite universe. We live in an infinite existence. So it rationally doesn't even make sense, right? By like our own logic as humans, it doesn't even rationalize that scarcity should ever be a thing, right? But in this reality, we we do have a definition of scarcity. We have, you know, these concepts of scarcity. We also have these concepts of abundance. Either way, both of them are out there for us to have. So what ends up happening is scarcity mindset is us telling us a story about the past, Let me say that one more time. Our scarcity mindset is us telling us a story about what the past was like, right? When I grew up, I was poor. When we grew up, we didn't have enough to eat. When I was seven years old, my mom said we couldn't afford this. When I was 12 years old, me, my brothers, and my sisters all lived in a single bedroom together, right? It's all stories about the past, Right, And this is not me saying that the past didn't happen. Of course the past happened. Right? Did you grow up in a bedroom, like a single bedroom with your parents? Of course. Right? Did you not have enough money to eat? Of course. Could you not afford the new shoes? Of course. When you asked for something, did your parents say we can't afford it? Yeah, I mean, that was my story, right? Hey, mom, can I get this? No, we can't afford that. Okay. And when she would say that we can't afford that, 
I didn't just hear that we can't afford that. My mind said, oh my gosh, we're poor. We can't afford anything. We need to save money. We shouldn't spend money. If we spend the money, we won't be able to have other things that we need, like food and shelter. Okay, don't spend money. That was the story, the the meaning I gave to the words. I didn't just take the words and say, okay, I just created this entire story for myself. Whether it was right or wrong, doesn't matter. Because it was a story that I began to work with going forward. Right, And a lot of people, this is where you find yourself, right? A lot of you, you find yourself in a place where that story starts to come back up, right? When you're trying to get a promotion at work or you're out at the mall and you're looking at things to buy, that story comes back up and that story begins to influence today's actions. And this is why a lot of us don't like it because now the actions we're taking today aren't moving us to a future that we want it's moving us to a future that exists from our past i'm gonna say that one more time because i think a lot of you missed that and it's gonna be pretty interesting to i gotta get you guys like a visual so you can see this a lot of what we're doing today right a lot of our present existence our present actions are being determined by the future and the challenge is the future that we create for ourselves is a future that we construct using stories from the past. And that's why you find that you're not quite satisfied with the results you want. Because now when you look into the future, you see more of the past, and the past is already a story that you determined you don't like that isn't serving you. So what do we need to do? Well, we can't change the past, right? I can't go back in time, at least I haven't figured out yet, how to create a time machine that lets me go back into the past and change the past. However, the story about the past, is that really the past? Ask yourself, the story that I tell myself about the past, is that actually the past? I think you know the answer. Of course not. It's just the story in my mind, right? Because you and your brothers and your sisters and your mom and your uncle all could have been there for the same time, right? And every last one of you has a different interpretation on what happened during that time. Mom might have said, listen, we actually were the richest we ever were because where we came from originally, we were so dirt poor there that when we got here to this country, to this place in life, this was actually us having made it. Right. Your self, maybe you might have compared because you had friends here and they had more. So you're like, oh, my gosh, in comparison to them, we have nothing. Therefore, I have nothing. Therefore, we're at the bottom. Right. Same situation, two totally different stories. So with the scarcity mindset, we've got to recognize that it's a story that we're telling ourselves. And what we can do with stories, the beautiful thing about the stories, because they are not the past, they're just our interpretation, the meaning that we give to the past, we can just drop it. We can literally delete it, right? We don't need to hold on to it anymore, right? You don't even have to change it. You can like literally just let it go. And then from there, what are you free to do? You're free to do whatever you want. You want to create a new story? Great. 
You want to just move on and take new action? Great. Right? You don't need to hold on to the past. You don't need to hold on to the story of the past, especially if it's not serving you. Can you hold on to it? Sure. Why not? You can do whatever you want. Just recognize that you are holding on to it. Recognize that you are telling yourself a story. Recognize that the scarcity mindset is just a story about the past that doesn't even exist. The past happened. The story about the past is what you made up about what happened. So change it. So, Ingrid, I freaking appreciate you for asking that question, especially because the scarcity mindset, again, that's something I personally dealt with for a very, very long time. I had a mindset that was convinced that in order for me to win, somebody else was losing. In order for one person to grow, someone else was shrinking, right? And that's just a story I tell myself or told myself, right? And it doesn't serve me anymore, so I dropped it. That simple. It's not this long, drawn-out process. It's not you know, six months of meditating on top of the mountain. It's the moment that you become aware of it and truly become aware of it, you let go. In that moment, when you let go, the scarcity mindset is gone. It's a moment-to-moment situation. If it starts to come back up, if the story starts to come back up, cool, drop it again, right? Like imagine this, and this will hopefully help a lot of you because some of you are like me where you're very visual and it's got to be broken down. So basically, imagine I threw you a little blue ball and you didn't want the blue ball and when you caught the blue ball you told me i don't want this blue ball i I don't want the blue ball marlon why did you give me the blue ball i do not want it well what do you have the option to do with that blue ball you can just put it down but what if after putting it down i put it back in your hands what can you do put it down again And what if I put it back in your hands one more time? You can put it down as many times as you like. Right? You can just keep putting it down. Right? At some point, you might be tired of even the process of putting it down and just choose to walk away from the situation entirely. And you can do that too. Right? And might your story try to follow you? Sure, it might. Who knows? Maybe it does try to follow you. Every time it follows you, though, put it down. Right, Because here's the thing, unlike me, your story is different. Right, like You don't necessarily have control of me. You do have control of your story. I can follow you around and keep trying to put a blue ball in your hand. Your story, you created it. You're in control of it. You're the master of the story. You tell the story what to do. Right, Tell the story to sit, stay, and you walk away. So, Ingrid, I hope that helped. Um, And just so you know, right, when we drop the stories, we are now left in a place where, because I didn't answer your question fully, because with that, right, you said growing up with a scarcity mindset, it makes it tough to dream. So now that's the second part. After we've put that ball down, after we drop that story, what are we free to do? Exactly. We're free to do anything, right? Because now you are painting with a blank canvas, right? There is no more story about the past. 
Now you can actually paint the future from a blank canvas with fresh colors, with fresh paint. Because again, the reason it feels like a challenge to dream is because you're currently painting with the old paint. You're currently painting on a canvas that already has stuff. So now you're looking for how can I paint in between? Let's get rid of all of that, like every last piece of it, and let's paint on a fresh canvas with fresh paint. So Ingrid, I really hope that one helped. I enjoyed making this episode, so thank you so much for that question. I absolutely loved it. And if anything I said resonated with anybody, DM me. I'm so interested in connecting with people after they listen, right? It always hits everybody a little bit differently because the truth is we're all in different places, right? I don't know where everybody is coming from, right? I have no clue. You might be at a place where you're right on the edge and ready to hear certain words. You might be at a place where your mind is still so closed up, but for some reason you keep coming back in because something is resonating with you. Because again, here's the thing. We are all humans. That's the commonality we have here. So there's going to be certain things that I say that are truth because we're humans and we're also beings. And it's going to resonate with you no matter what. Like there's just a connection that we all have for being human beings, right? We all are humans. We all are beings. And although you might not fully understand what I'm saying yet, a part of you recognizes it. And that's what's keeping you coming back. So keep on coming back. Keep listening. And if you're interested in learning more, make sure that you are following me on Instagram at Mindset Marlin. That's where I make updates and notifications about everything that's going on. I'm going to be eventually dropping a course for this. So maybe it's already out. Maybe it already exists. I don't know what time in like your life you're listening to this right now. So I do know that if it is out already, you'll be able to get connected to just information like this on my Instagram. I'm sure there'll be some link in my bio. So go listen to that. Um, Go check that out. And if you got any value from today, reach out. Let me know. I'm curious. I'm so, so curious to hear what you heard, to hear what you got out of this and the meaning that you derived from this. So on that note, you all enjoy the rest of the day. Ingrid, thank you so much for the question, and I'm looking forward to the next episode.